0: Have you ever met an orphan? Someone that lost their parents when they were young. This is Tuesday, July 11th. I remember meeting a man I'll call Chris over 20 years ago. His mom died when he was young. Well, he was a young child. And his father, well, frankly, didn't know what to do with him. So one day his dad took him to an orphanage in Philadelphia and dropped him off. Just like that. Over time, his father rarely stopped in to see him, so it didn't take long for Chris to come to realize that he was on his own in life. Yes, he might have a father in name, but in name only. No one was there to take care of Chris but Chris. No one was there to protect him or guide him through life. I think there's a mentality that orphans learn from being basically alone in life they come to believe. It all depends on you. Often, this is what we are taught about following Jesus. Yes, I know we share the gospel and tell people that they come to God by faith in Jesus. Jesus is our Redeemer and saves us from our sin. But then we're, we we can feel that we're left on our own. We have to pull ourselves together and live that life that we're called to live as a Christian, as Christ followers. We may get rescued when we come to faith, but that seems like the end of it. After that, we are on our own. Now here's our scripture text for today, John chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while in the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Now we're in this section of Jesus' teaching on the Holy Spirit. And it's important to know that though God's people knew very little about the Spirit of God before Jesus taught this to his disciples, they did know, they did not know, the doctrine of the Trinity, or know that the Spirit is a separate person in the Godhead. To speak of the Spirit was another way of speaking of God, but that's all. Now the Spirit of God did show up at various times, but not as a gift to the people. There was no understanding of the indwelling Spirit of God that Jesus is teaching his disciples about here. Now, the language of Jesus' teaching is nothing short of strange. How will Jesus leave the disciples and yet be present? How will he return? He is speaking of giving his Spirit to the disciples. It's true, he will ascend to the Father and remain present with the disciples at the same time. This is only possible through the Spirit of God. The Spirit of Jesus makes Jesus present to us in his absence so that we do not feel like orphans, so that we learn what we do not have to do, that we do not have to do life all on our own. Yes, what is true of our salvation, that it's a gift of God, turns out to be true about our sanctification, all of our growth in God. It too is a gift made possible by the presence of the Spirit with us. Now, like my friend Chris, leaving behind our orphan mentality in life can be quite difficult. An orphan feels alone, like everything depends on it, them. The orphan must remain full of concern because no one is looking out for them and protecting them. They must be hypervigilant. They easily become anxious because they are alone. And they feel the full weight of their own lives. It is for this reason they become defensive. Because again, after all, who's going to protect them? They need to be right, to feel safe and secure. And failure is not an option. So they feel the pressure of always succeeding, always guarding what they have, because they know how easily it all can be lost. Orphans labor under what seems like an unending burden, because who will do it if they don't? They can depend on no one, really. That is, no one but themselves. So they insist, I can do it all myself. They don't need anyone. But they would love not to feel so alone. They think that no one understands what they feel, what they're going through. They can be ungrateful because they feel as if they made their own lives happen. No one else did it for them. Orphans can easily fall into comparing themselves with others, feeling that they've gotten a raw deal and others have gotten advantages they haven't received. You see, this is some of the mentality of the orphan. You may not see all of these things in yourself, but just enough to reveal that you feel you are alone too, that you're on your own. And you feel like everything depends on you. Now in the gospel we learn that we have a loving Heavenly Father who is unwilling to give us up. That He takes care of us. He is always for us. We learn that we have always been dependent on Him. But there have been times when we've been able to see this truth. And we also learn that our Father loves us coming to Him for any reason whatsoever and that he is working in our lives for our good and his glory. We learn that we're completely accepted and fully loved. We learn to call God, Abba, Father. But just as my friend Chris was trapped in an orphan mentality, we can be trapped too. Doubting our father's love, wondering if God has our best in store and is engaged in our lives each day, This is why we must continually immerse ourselves in the message of God's grace, how we're loved by God. Jesus said, I will not leave you alone. This is the good news of the gospel. And what he means is that he's given us his Holy Spirit so that we will always have the help we need. Let me tell you what happened to Chris. He came to faith in Christ. The deeply ingrained beliefs about himself as an orphan, well, they didn't disappear overnight. But he slowly came to see that he has a good and loving Heavenly Father, and the result has been for him peace and joy. Let's pray. Father God, forgive us for doubting your care, for thinking that we have to live life on our own. Remind us of the cross and all that you've done to redeem us in Christ and to make us to be a people called by your name. In Jesus we pray.